So for those of you that don't follow me on other social media platforms outside of maybe Instagram, you should definitely be following me there. TikTok, it's really fun. You got to follow me there too. YouTube, yeah, you can subscribe over there as well. Um, maybe you just listen to the podcast and that's cool too. And I appreciate you so much, but I also hang out on Facebook. Of course, my group. Yes. Join that as well. Clubhouse. And you might not have ever heard of Clubhouse. It's a social audio app where people can go and just talk. There's no feeds. It's just real time. It's real life. It's, it's speaking. It's an awesome opportunity. If you want to be a speaker for you to practice and hone in on your craft, but It's something that I've done over the course of the last two years since it came out during the COVID era, and it skyrocketed so many awesome relationships that even catapulted my opportunity to host Grow Your Business for God's Sake conference, and so many cool things have transpired just by saying yes to a platform that I didn't have any idea how to use, but I said, open it up one day, and I'm like, okay, God, do your thing. Have your way. I say yes to your will, and it's been beautiful. So this specific episode is pulled from the social audio app, Clubhouse, when I'm sharing in that space and and dropping gems, if you will, is something that they say, and I'm moderating on that space as well. It's basically like I just have the mic on a platform with a bunch of people listening. It's a live podcast, to be honest. I'm processing this as I'm saying it out loud. Regardless, it's really cool. You're going to get the goods here since you might not hang out with me there, but I am live 8 a.m. on Wednesdays and 11.30 a.m. on Wednesdays on something called Breakfast with Champions. You can also find us on Instagram if you want to find out more about it. And join us on the social audio app and in the rooms all over. There's lots going on in that space. I pray it blesses you. In fact, I know that it will, but I still want to pray because it's His will, not mine. His voice, not mine. So get the nuggets that you need and activate, friends. Be fit in faith. That's what we're here for. Founders, innovators, and trailblazers in their faith who are saying yes as marketplace ministers. All right, enjoy. Listen up. For such a time as this, we must grow our faith and business muscles. The self-help industry is trying to own spirituality and well-being. The entrepreneurial space is becoming flooded with business pursuits focused on success instead of sustenance. But the only one who can make us fully whole, fully free, and fully alive is Jesus. So I'm ecstatic you walked into this hypothetical gym today. I'm your trainer, Tamara Andress, also coined an entrepreneurial rabbi, teaching the pursuits of God, which unveil our purpose and ultimately unleash our desired provision. This FIT acronym is for founders, innovators, and trailblazers. Here, marketplace ministers conversate and educate to build others from the inside out while also sharing their testimonies of endurance. So while it's not a fitness podcast, I do surely care about your mental, physical, emotional, relational, financial, and spiritual health. You're going to hear all about it. If you're passionate about your becoming journey, leading others to greatness, and living a life of abundance and joy, then you're well on your way to being fit in faith. Let's hydrate. We're actually talking about wisdom today. I'm also participating in a 31-day wisdom challenge. If you guys are not familiar with Pedro Adeo, um, he's an incredible teacher, and he's an incredible connector. He is connected to some of the top thought leaders and brilliant minds um, in so many different sectors. He's spoken on some incredible stages. I believe he was on Russell Brunson's stage. I don't know if he's been on 10X stage or not. I I was wondering that this morning, actually, when I was learning from him. But regardless, um, I am participating in a wisdom challenge 
So many people in Breakfast with Champions bring such wisdom. So if you're not already connected to us in some way, shape, or form, whether it's through the BWC daily emails that we give out, the podcast, I highly recommend you to join the club over on Clubhouse. Um, but for those of you who are tuning in from YouTube or Facebook, Hi, and you have no idea what I'm talking about, but you should. So follow the links below and make sure you get invested. Clubhouse is a whole nother platform that has been such a gift to my life the last two years. And if you are a part of this morning's conversation, we were talking all about wisdom through the lens of teachers and teachers who emulate the ultimate teacher and those who are coaches or leaders in the room, teachers that we were just talking about who teach little ones. It's this knowing that it's not necessarily teaching always just the mind. Mind is important. Mindset is critical, but it has to be heart set first. And I talked about five incredible teachers beyond Pedro. He wasn't even on the list, so kudos to his name drop. Um, but I'm going to drop a couple of the other names just so you can write them down if you weren't listening or didn't follow along with the first training. So Curtis Blake, a teacher you have to follow. Angie Smith incredible author, teacher, trainer, Graham Cook. He is world-renowned in the work that he has done. Christine Kane, who is also an entrepreneur. A lot of these people play in so many different lanes and veins, and I think it's important for us to realize, and I'll make note of one of the things I said earlier this morning, that we all have multiple gifts but ultimately, every single one of us shares the same calling, which gives me such peace and should give you peace because if you're curious about your calling, just ask your brother or sister, hey, what do you feel called to do? Hey, what do you think you're meant to do? And you can self-construct that or you construct that as the body of Christ. You can construct that as a team, as a group, right? But knowing that we do not want to do that under the guise of herd mentality, you don't know what that means and you're not in the political rush, it's totally cool. I am not a, a conspiracy theorist, but I do believe in how people can control the mind when it's more important for us to be first recognized in the righteousness and the holiness of our heart that then goes out to our mind, that then goes out to our actions. The next and last person who I mentioned earlier is Dr. Brian Simmons, the next five excuse me, teachers I'm going to teach about, you may or may not know. I'm assuming you know all of them, but there's one specifically, and it's the first one I want to share here, that is likely a name you won't know. It's She's not necessarily Googleable, if that's even a word these days, but she and I think many, many others go nameless, nameless prophets, nameless mothers, nameless friends, people who have been um, wisdom droppers in your own life. Even this morning, I recognized that Noah's wife was never named in the Bible. And there's a lot of thought on who she actually is. And I'm kind of researching that right now. So I don't want to reveal what I've discovered thus far. But it's this knowing that not everyone is going to be named. That might include me. Like you might hear my name now and you might know Amelia's name now, but maybe it's not something she's leaving a legacy, no questions asked. But I think about my name after I pass and whether it's sealed on the legacy of my daughter and son's heart 
or it's something that the nations know isn't the most important thing. What's important is what you teach as you have an opportunity to teach. So this woman is a powerful voice of God. She actually spoke at the last FounderCon conference that I hosted um, in Nashville. Our next one will be in November. So make sure you have November 8th through the 11th on your calendar. It is absolutely epic. It's for founders, innovators, and trailblazers. And we come together. This particular one is going to have three separate tracks, depending on what of those kind of lends itself to your leadership. Are you a founder, like a CEO of a company um, or a mission-driven company? Are you a trailblazer? And the trailblazers are people who are missionaries or nonprofit starters. And then the innovators are those who are content creators or influencers. And so we're going to have different tracks I'm excited about. This woman would have probably spoken in the ministry because she has a ministry called Roll Called. She is actually a quadriplegic, and this makes her one of the most influential teachers that I've ever learned beneath, and she continues to be one of those people that I can immediately draw her wisdom just by closing my eyes and thinking about her when she speaks. She has an incredible way of speaking. Obviously, her voice isn't as the typical voice. I'm, I know that if she came on Clubhouse, you could likely understand maybe every fourth or fifth word. Her husband and partner, he, he dictates for her when she speaks on big stages, but she radiates joy. She teaches from such a wellspring of life and it's her wisdom summons you into ultimate wisdom. And so when you discredit yourself in any way, which I know we all do, you, I said earlier, like you don't like the way your, the voice sounds, right? Or you feel like you stumble over your words or like Moses, you have a stutter. And so you're like, God, why are you calling me to speak to nations and lead people out of an entire, um, you know, slavery movement into out of exile? I don't get it. I don't get that. How am I supposed to do that? I'm not capable. And then I close my eyes and I think of Angela West. I think of her ministry. I think of what she's walked through. I think of the profound things that she teaches. And it moves me into my own place of authority and power. And this is why it's important for you to understand other people's teachers. Because a lot of people will come and say, how do you have the confidence to do this thing? How do you have the the voice? Where do you draw this inspiration from? Who have you learned from? And so I'm teaching you who teaches me, and I'm also giving you access to these people, these potentially unnamed. You might not know who they are. They might not have millions of followers, or you just have never drawn your attention to the millions of followers that they have. There's wisdom in all of these people, and she's probably one of the most profound on the entire list. The next one you hopefully know because he hangs out in Breakfast with Champions with us. His name is Tim Story. If you do not have your hands on his Miracle Mentality book, highly encourage it. So I'm holding that for those who are watching. And Tim says this as your teaching lesson for the day. He says, as we discuss activating the magic in our lives, I need to stress that each of us has been magically made and magically mastered by God. Ephesians 2.10 says, for we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. It then says in Jeremiah 18.6, which by the way, God prepared in advance is a part of that element that you have a calling that's already been pre-constructed. 
So you're searching or trying to create yourself is going to drive you nutty. Jeremiah 18.6 says, make a similar point when the Lord tells Jeremiah that he is the potter and we are the clay. And he shapes us in whatever he deems best, just as the potter does for the piece of pottery he is creating. He continues to say, if you think of yourself as clay in the Lord's hands, it's easy to imagine that he has placed the magic inside of you. Your job is to let that magic out, to let it start transforming your life, because the path of transformation is by education, observation, and conversation. So you're being educated right now. You're also observing right now, especially if you're watching it live. But the conversation piece, I think, is critical when we're going to seal into our hearts, our spirits, and into our communities the people who follow you that I will never probably know, the people that Angela will never know, Graham will never know, Tim's story may never know. They may never know them. But you are magically and wonderfully and miraculously designed to show up and show out. And that's one of the reasons if you are with me anywhere, we're currently talking about the workshop that we have coming up. It's on the 16th and 17th, and it is not a sales tactic. It's not a webinar. It's not any of those things. It's us teaching what is in our mastermind to you as an asset tool so that you can expand what we believe is the ultimate mission of Christ and him being known in all of the earth, but through whatever modality or means you want. I understand that the way that I show up and specifically speak and teach, it it might be too much faith for you. You might feel like, "Ah, I don't know that I'm going to go to my job and teach about Jesus. That's fine. That's okay. But can you be about him? We're called to be the light. And so that joy that I carry or that sound that you carry or that stance that you have or that peace that you bring those gifts that are connected to you, we've got to figure out how do we multiply that? Because there's an access point, a connection point to your heart of hearts to heaven. That magic and that miracle that Tim talks about. Are you going to let your magic out? I love that. Let your magic out. It sounds so fun. And it makes me think of my friend Dustin Tavella, who's not on this list, but I adore so much. He was the magician who won America's Got Talent in 2021. And this past year in 2022, he was the lead uh, show at the AGT Superstars. I think those superstars are all stars in Vegas for a year. And he had a magic show, but his magic is connected to miracles and his miracles are proclaiming the name of Jesus. So yes, he was on a secular TV show. Yes, he was the winner of millions. Yes, he is in Vegas in what they call Sin City and he's multiplying his message. And he's moving into all of these incredible new opportunities, one of which I believe is going to be in this virtual event space. And as an event planner myself, who I love to be in person with people, I just mentioned the conference, the FounderCon conference on on purpose. I also think that it's going to be really critical as we continue to grow and we network and we build our own missions to be really good at creating the momentum behind those in-person opportunities. So if you click the link below, you can check out the co-hosted experience that we're having as this workshop is teaching you how to have a six-figure virtual event. That's right. It's not an exaggeration. We've done it. Adam, my co-host, has actually worked with some of the top influencers in the world. This is how you expand your wisdom for other people to be heard. 
I think teachers get so dismissed when they have a message when they only have a small following. But your small following can have a sold-out arena if you know how to do it. And so his modality in doing it was one of the reasons that we decided to partner. He also spoke at the conference last year. He's worked with so many people that I love who I walked alongside and I've seen and known, and I had no idea that he was a part of it. You know how there's those kind of like secret ninjas that you keep inside of your pocket that you, you're like, how did you do that? And you're like, oh, I have a team behind me. I've got a team behind me. Lord, do I have a team behind me? I'm so grateful for them. And sometimes they might go nameless, but I know, and they know, and the people that they're connected to know. And so what extension are you creating for your message? How are you amplifying it? And are you showing up like these people who you may know or you may not know? Are you showing up boldly? This next person I've talked about because I've shared some of her wisdom before, but I want to draw attention to her name again. And I'm sharing guys and girls intentionally, the feminine and the masculine together, we are one, is Caroline Miss. And her last name is M-Y-S-S. If anyone's taking notes, Caroline Miss. She's an incredible teacher. She's an author. She's a healer. She teaches from the lens of um, chakras, Buddhism, and Christianity, and she brings all of it together. Uh, for those of you who would consider someone woo-woo, that might be me. You might think of myself as woo-woo because I don't stick to religiosity. I am a spiritual person. You are a spiritual human being. When we think of religion, you cannot put Jesus in that space unless you're saying that he came to break the chains of the Sadducees and the Pharisees. He was not religious. He was spiritual. He would literally like go into a room and heal people. That feels really woo-woo to me, right? If I walked in to your office space right now and laid my hands on you, you'd probably be like, whoa, she's crazy. No, I'm just emulating the teacher. But if we don't understand that, if we don't operate in that calling, in that authority, that's Part of your calling, by t- by the way, I was going to say B2W, hashtag B2W. I'm not talking out of line for things that you don't have access to. And Caroline Miss talks about that. So there's two things on this list of wisdom that I want you to know from her. Well, there's a thousand things. She's incredible. Um, but it's this idea that you have the ability to choose and that decision is an active power. Choosing is an active power. Your choice in coming to a workshop or not coming to a workshop, writing the book or not writing the book, publishing the book after you've written the book. Oh, that was so hard. I remember feeling that pain. I'm like, am I sure I'm going to release all my secrets to the world? Yes, you are. Because when you are called to be sharing your testimony, you must. Choice is an active power. You can choose not to. But as I shared earlier, you in that choice can hasten or you can delay the will of God. Literally, the will of God. Do you want to have your hands dirty in that? To say, I'm going to sit on this dream. I'm going to sit on this idea. I, ugh, I'm i not confident enough to host a six-figure workshop. I'm not, I'm not confident enough to get on camera to do a live, let alone do a reel that it's staying out there for everyone to see. What if you're successful? I think a lot of people think that, what if I fail? But there's a large number of people who don't do the thing that they're meant to do because they also don't, they're afraid of succeeding. What will happen to their comfort zones? What will happen to the people connected to them? What will happen to the dream? Will it look totally different than what they're doing now? 
When I partnered with Adam, even in this this way, it was a release for me. I was used to doing it all on my own. How many people can raise their hand to that? You do it all on your own. One, maybe because you're a perfectionist. I can also raise my hand to that. Maybe it's because you don't know any other way. Maybe you're a control freak. Control freaks and perfectionists are not the same thing. But you have a decision to make in order to expand your territory, in order to proclaim truth and life for people, no matter what you're teaching. I have people who I've taught that have taught how to be financially free. Do you not think that that's linked to prosperity? Yeah, of course it is. I know people who have taught about how to be a better leader. They're a leader to leaders. Incredible. Needed. Jesus did that too. He created disciples of nations. He was creating leaders. He was the best leadership trainer you could ever look to. And Caroline is, goes on to talk about this one concept that isn't something we talk about connected to wisdom very often. It's loyalty. And there's this element of loyalty to oneself and realizing that when you have loyalty to your mission, it can often agitate people who are near you, especially if it's a part of your family. And Amelia, who is a genius in this and trauma-related issues, she was just alluding to all of the things that could go wrong. And we end up capturing the loyalty of those people because we don't want to hurt their feelings. We don't want to step out of line. There's so many reasons. But loyalty connected to decision, connected to choice, Caroline says this, her case is an extremely common example of group loyalty conflicting with loyalty to oneself. Because this woman felt like she couldn't leave her husband because she had to think of the children. Now, if you're in here and you're in that space of, oh my goodness, is she promoting divorce right now? Please don't be religious. Be spiritual with me. Understand what's transpiring in this woman's life behind the scenes. Don't judge. Don't point fingers. You have a choice in everything, even what your mind thinks. At some point, our emotional body becomes sufficiently empowered that the mind can no longer fool the heart. The unhappy wife will either end up in unceasing personal turmoil by remaining in the marriage, or she will pursue divorce while she filled with guilt that she has been disloyal to her family. In truth, there are not many ways to successfully introduce your personal needs into a circumstance that was created before you realized what your personal needs were. That's a huge part of my story. I think it's a huge part of a lot of people's stories. They just don't have the language to put to it. When you realize the loyalty to self, but you've been encapsulated by the loyalty of the larger group, that herd mentality, that family, those traditions, that particular religious group, that particular educational concept there. I mean, the list goes on political party. You insert the groups that you're connected to. You have to understand that loyalty to self is ultimately loyalty to God. Because when you have God indwelling, which we all have access to, when we receive him as our Lord and Savior, we then have an opportunity to sit with God. Sitting with yourself, that's where mental capacity expands. That's where self-control expands. That's where wisdom expands. 
because you're spending time instead of on this supersonic rat wheel. Oh man, I love her teaching. Caroline Miss. Okay, next up, I'm so excited. I know time goes by so fast. I've got two more teachers. One, I hope you know. Two, I know you know. The next one is Brian Hess. For those that hung out with us all through 2021, Brian had a segment in Breakfast with Champions. He has now become a dear friend. He's spoken on all the stages that I create, he speaks on. He's going to be speaking with me and Magic Johnson and Tony DeSilvestro at an upcoming conference in April in Virginia Beach. So surely stay in touch even if you don't come to our workshop, our virtual workshop coming up. Um, I've got a lot of in-person events, so TamaraAndros.com will give you all of that. But Brian is a mentor to me. He is a teacher and he emulates the teacher, which is why I am so linked to him and so appreciative of his friendship. And he told me this recently and it was one of those jarring moments where your aha moments are like, man, I've gotten it wrong. The renewing of the mind daily, daily. Nobody has it all figured out. Nobody. I don't care who you are. Only one has it fully known. And that's the one I seek. That's the one you should seek. Don't you want to know all the things? Isn't that what got Adam and Eve in trouble in the beginning? Right? They wanted to know all the things, but they weren't prepared. That wasn't the intention. He keeps secrets, healthy secrets, not not sacred secrets, sacred secrets, not nasty secrets. He keeps the good things. And he reveals to them slowly but surely when you're ready and you're prepared. You can't know everything all at once. You don't know where you're going to end up 10 years from now. God is a lamp unto your feet. He's not a spotlight to your next decade. He says, take a step with me today. Wake up. It's new tomorrow. Take a step with me tomorrow. So Brian told me this. He said, kindness is the same as conflict. He was recognizing in the conversations that I was having that like, I hate, I really do. I'm not going to say that. I, I struggle. I don't hate. I don't hate. I struggle with conflicting situations, you know, fight, flight, or freeze, our mechanism, our amygdalas, they just like want to run. Mine wants to run. It wants to flee. I do not like to fight. And so he gave me this approach. He said, Tamara, what if you stepping into that conversation is actually kind? What if it's good? What if it actually nurtures? It changed my trajectory towards all sorts of conversations. And I have found such peace in knowing that I am not approaching things with my guns blazing. I am armored, uh, surely armored. If you know my reference to Ephesians 6 here, I'm armored, but I'm walking in with kindness. I don't have to use my weapons just because I'm armored. And so I appreciate Brian for that. He has an incredible podcast, the Perspective Podcast, and he is absolutely a leader to hundreds of people. And I know thousands through things like his podcast and his coming book. Last but surely not least, I love her so much. Come on, our girl Oprah Winfrey, how can you not? I actually have her um, quoted on the back of my book. And um, she has this amazing, simple read. It's actually a beautiful Audible listen, if you like Audible. Um, And it's called, of course, it's going to escape me right as I say this. Oh, this I know for sure. This I know for sure. And she talks about all the things she knows that she knows that she knows. She's sharing her wisdom with the world. And on the back of my book, it says, Oprah inspired, become the bee you want to see. Become the bee you want to see. Super simple. Sounds like too good to be true. But that's a day-by-day step. It's an equipping. 
It's a walking into. And so if you are walking into your calling and your calling is my calling and her calling and his calling and all of our callings, even all the teachers that I mentioned, what are some things that we have in common? We have a desire for impact. Impact doesn't mean millions. Not everyone's call is that. But impact is deep-rooted. It's secure. It's safe. It's good. It's kind. It's generous. It's prosperous. It's peaceful. It's purposed. These are Galatians 5.22, fruits of the Spirit. And the two that people never mention is long-suffering, which is also connected to patience, Waiting, we have to be good at waiting. Waiting in mindfulness towards the teacher. Oh, gosh, you guys. We need more of this in our life. And I need you to know that there is a conditional element. There's conditions. And people don't like this. Oh, man, people don't like boundaries, let alone conditions. If this, then this. It's conditional. And so when you come even to this this event, and you decide, yes, I'm going to do this thing. I want further impact. I want to expand. I want peace. I want joy. I want this fruitfulness that she talks about. I want the financial fruitfulness. Yes, that's a part of prosperity. It's a promise, in fact. Now, it doesn't mean that everyone's meant to be um, rich with money, but we're all meant to be rich. And you're going to always have more than enough. So don't doubt, don't look to the lack of that. Don't compare, they have more than me, but I am more spiritual. That would be religious. Don't do that. But you're promised. And so if you want to expand that, there's a if then. If you sign up for the workshop, which I see so many of you guys are doing, I can, I'm watching live at the feed as you guys are signing up. We're so excited to have you. It's going to be epic. Six figures with a virtual event could change the trajectory of your family let alone your legacy. So I want that for you. And we're going to teach you how to do it within six to six to 10 weeks. You'll have everything prepped and ready to go. So let's say by the, by spring, you could have your six figure event. I just curious, what would that do for you? What would that do for you? And what would that do for the attendee? How could that change their life based on the wisdom and the teaching and the training that you want to do? What do you know that nobody else knows? We're going to help you decide that, to decipher that, to configure it, to message it, to figure out the copy, to know where to share it, how to share it. And we're going to teach you the vetting system, the if-then, the conditional. So you sign up for the workshop. You also get to hang out for a few minutes with us in person, live, not in person, like in my room, but live with us to confirm that this is the right fit for you. And I think from a wisdom perspective, you see all these ads, you hear about all these events, you think and take all these calls, you're wasting your time. And I'm not to say not to say that some of them are incredible. I just mean you aren't vetting and they aren't vetting you. There is no like, is this for each other? When I'm giving you the names of all of these teachers and authors, some of them are going to resonate with you. Oh, they're going to resonate with you so much. And some of them you're like, ah. Not for me. Maybe that's me. Maybe you're like, ah, move on. That's okay. There's no offense taken. As the body of Christ, you might have a favorite side. You know those girls who like turn to the side, like, hold on, no, this isn't my good side. Let me go to the other side. That's okay. That's fine. I'm not judging you. I think you're beautiful on all sides. And you're, uh, yeah, I won't go further into that thought. 
But we want to get to know you because we want to experience life with you and we want to ensure that it's the right fit for what it is that you're doing. I don't want you to waste your time building something that you're not meant to build. And all these courses, all these assets, all these things that you can get, these freebies, these mailing lists that you're jumping on, it's just overwhelming you. It's like saying maybe this is your calling or maybe this is your calling or maybe this is your calling. But remember what I said at the very beginning of this. All of our calling is the same. How we proceed with that calling might look different, but we're all birthed to seek knowledge and to own wisdom. We have to start thinking with our hearts and start operating from the heart that has renewed the mind, that is activating your purpose, that is letting you step in stride strongly, confidently, boldly, and doing it without selling. I don't have to sell you anything. I get to serve you because I serve alongside Jesus, but I more so have to show up because it's a choice because I'm loyal to myself and I'm loyal to you. And ultimately because I am sold out, not selling, not fully just serving. It's the showing up and the selling out, not the selling out for other people. It's the selling out for yourself. Are you sold out? We are so excited to have you come and be a part of this experience. It's not the last one, but it is the first one of the co-hosted experience with Adam and I, and it's the Smart Business Mastermind, but you are not buying anything. It's completely free, completely free. We want to just offer this out no different than this time with you today. So I appreciate you. I hope that this message just sat with your heart. And if you want to know the other teachers again or their names or how to spell them or what assets they have, you can jump into either my Facebook group or my YouTube channel. Subscribe over there and you'll get all of the links. Love you guys so much and we'll chat soon. Hey y'all, it's me again. Before you go, let's solidify the flame that was ignited within you today by sharing the spark with your own community. Whether it's mentally, physically, emotionally, relationally, or spiritually, I would love for you to take the step right now by declaring your takeaway. Snap a pic of the episode and share it on your stories or posts, and you can tag me and the guest, and we will surely feature you on our Instas. Hey, you might even unlock a new accountability buddy in me or them. We're totally in this together and we appreciate the extra step taken. I would be so grateful if you even took the extra step. Come on, give me that extra sauce and leave a review on iTunes for the podcast listening app that is of your choice. I'm going to be featuring your thoughts, in fact, and this will be so fun in upcoming episodes. So you'll not only hear your name on the show, but maybe even your passion project or whatever big shout out you want me to make. So please, as a fellow writer, leave some words that I can attest to. And I can't wait to read what you have to say. Thanks again for being a loyal listener. And I hope to meet you in person soon at one of the events that we are speaking at or hosting. And I say we because the Fit and Fake team could not do this without you. Until next time, blessings over your joy, health, wealth, and wholeness. This is the Fit and Faith Way. Hey, everybody. I'm Dale. And I'm Tamara. And we're hosts of the Kynos Project podcast. Where we help you tackle ancient Christian truths in everyday settings. The word kainos means new, and that's exactly what we want to do on our podcast. Bring something new from what is old in our faith. And on this show, you might hear us explore topics like what the Bible has to say about student loan forgiveness, discuss how the satanic temple affects our view of religious liberty in America, or even question why is it that so many people are having rapture anxiety. To learn more about the podcast, go to lifeaudio.com.